This is Karen Modokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. And this is another mini-sode. Today, we're going to talk about the myth of going it alone. How often do you tell yourself that you should do it yourself, that you shouldn't need anybody, that it's up to you? And how alone do you feel? And one of the things I want to do is to dispel this myth of going it alone. And oftentimes we will look at people who are successful and think, wow, look, look at Oprah. She does it alone. She has a whole team of people. You know, she has her inner circle personal life. I don't know her personally, but then she has her whole team within the business of people that help her create that brand of Oprah. I was talking with a client the other day and I used the football analogy. I grew up outside of San Francisco in the 49ers. I was very fortunate. The 49ers, they were in their heyday and we had multiple generations of fans of the 49ers in my house. And then I read a lot of Bill Walsh books and was very fascinated by his coaching styles. But Bill Walsh didn't create the football dynasty of the Niners by himself. He had great players like Joe Montana, Dwight Clark, Jerry Rice, and uh, Steve Young. And those are the ones that I can name, and I don't really know much about football. But he also had great coaching staff. He had Carmen Policy, who could figure out the whole football salary deal, and as those things changed. So there was a whole bunch of people. It wasn't just Joe, and it wasn't just Bill. And so I really invite you, when you start to compare and beat yourself up, And tell yourself that, you know, you should go it alone. One, first, get rid of the word should because it's a judgment word. And two, really check in. Is this something that you do well alone? Or is this something that you would do better with somebody else? And I invite you to stop judging. Really stop that now. Because judgment, it's just a huge shame trigger for all of us. And I've had to do my own work because I could be really hard on myself and tell myself that I just need to do it myself. I mean, it was all for a long time. I will just do it. Let me just get it done. I'll just do it, you know, taking control as I was a control freak. But I've started to realize through the years that going it alone really sucks. And I'd rather do it with people. I was telling somebody the other day, I go, I don't do self-help alone. It just doesn't, I mean, I can read, but actually to implement, it doesn't work for me. So knowing what your limitations are. I've had um, programs that I've done where they were online learning programs, and I've had my assistants come in to my office, and we've done them with me because I needed that. And I know that sounds silly, and there was a part of me was like, this is a waste of money. I'm basically hiring a babysitter. See, there's that really mean judger inside of my head. But really, I got it done. Right. And that's what I needed. I like that human connection. So know what's important to you. And this even carries out to my favorite book or one of my top books of all time is, um, by Brene Brown, Rising Strong. And you guys all know I love Brene, but Rising Strong, great book. I, I read it. I was like, wow, this is her best book ever. And then I found out 
that she changed the way she wrote it. Because writers, and you've heard it on my show, there's a lot of solitude. It's a grueling thing to write for a lot of people. It's not like, oh, it just flowed out and it's so easy and just here we go. It was, it's hard. And for her, she, she enjoys being connected. And she's a great storyteller, right? Whether it's on my show, you can find her TED Talks, YouTube Talks. She's a great storyteller. So what she did, and she also values human connection, she brought a couple members from her team and they went and rented a house. She told stories, talked about them, got them flushed out, what I would kind of call verbal vomiting, but she got them flushed out. Then she went into the room, typed them up, then came back out, delivered them. They helped her tweak it. So she wrote her book with people there over a period of time, right? And that's something that's so different than the way we think of writing. It must be done in solitude. Now, I'm not saying that any of these things are things that you should do because you know yourself the best, right? And it's about you being the boss of you or you being the leader in your own life. So for you to go in and check in and go, when is it important for you to do things alone? And when is it really nice to have somebody to do it with you? Think about that and then go and test it out. There's no perfect answers. I always want to be my my productivity and efficiency get in the way often. And so I I always have to remind myself, Corinne, this is an experiment. Go test it out. You're not going to know until you actually go and try it. And I can't just try it once because I have a lot of resistance. So I'll say, go try it a few times or go try it five times. Or when I went to do Bikram yoga, I had to try it 20 times. And I gave myself that space to keep showing up and get all that crud that was in my head all those stories out of the way and to be really in that experience. So check in with yourself. Go try it. Does this work being alone? Do I want to be with other people? And notice that. And there are times that I really do want to be alone. I've had enough people and it's time for me to come back inside and be with myself. But this idea of that we have to do hard stuff alone, that is a myth. Okay, so now you're saying, but I don't have anybody. Who would I reach out to? And that's going to be uncomfortable. And that is our often common thing. We may not, we may believe we don't have anybody. Start thinking about who are the people you want to cultivate relationships with? You know, who may want to take a course with you or go work out with you or go on walks together? Who may it be that can be, that can do some of this hard stuff with you? Maybe you have, a friend that likes to do design stuff, interior decorating, and you need to go buy a new couch and you can ask the friend. And remember, it's always an invitation, never an obligation. It's an obligation when you say, well, if you don't go with me, I'm going to be disappointed because disappointment is like shaming somebody, right? So it's about, this is an invitation. Hey, this is something I'd like to do. Would you like to go do it with me? And if they say, no, I'm busy, then it's up to you not to take that on and define yourself that, oh, see, there's something wrong with me, never doing that again. That's a very much a fixed mindset. So start cultivating people on your team in the different teams, the different arenas in your life that could do it with you. Brene had her trusted people to go in in with her to write her book, right? We have different teams of people and know who they are. And I invite you to stop going it alone. It's a huge myth that we're supposed to do it by ourselves, all by ourselves. There's do-it-yourself, self-help, 
right? And I have just declared, I am not a DIY girl. I'm just not. That's not who I am. I don't, I do enough by myself and I'm good at figuring enough out, but there's lots of things that I want to do with other people. It's more fun. I enjoy being connected with people. And yes, I need my downtime. I'm an ambivert. I get energy from within and I also get energy from other people. So it's, I have to really check in. Okay. How much energy do I have and what do I need right now? This past weekend, I was at a swim meet and it had been a long week with clients. And then I was at a swim meet and uh, we were at a hotel and some of the moms wanted to get together. And I went back to the room and I was really tired. And my kids left the hotel room. They went to go uh, hang out with their friends. And I just sat in the room and it was all by myself and sent her a text. And I said, I'm so sorry. I am just enjoying being by myself. And that was me really knowing me because the old me would have been like, oh my gosh, there's people, go be with people, right? Like there being not another opportunity to be with people, but I really needed to be by myself and I filled myself up. And the next day I was much less zombie-like. There was a world of difference. I had sleep, I had time to myself, and I was able to show up and be with the people again some more because by the end of Saturday when we were at dinner, I was pretty zombie-like. So Let go of this myth of going alone. Figure out what are the things that you need to do by yourself and what are the things that you're really hungering for connection and doing it with somebody else. And then two is who are the people you could do it with? And if you start to tell yourself a story, you don't have anybody and poor you, I invite you to stop that story fondling and then say, okay, here's an area of my life that I don't have somebody What kind of person would I want to spend this time with? Who would I want to do this with? Who do I know that I may be interested in spending this time with and want to develop cultivating a relationship with them? And go and ask. And yes, you're going to be vulnerable because they can say no. And there's uncertainty, emotional exposure, and risk. They can say no. What's the worst thing that could happen? They can say no. So then you get your answer and then you go find somebody else. So It's practice. And as you practice and you're willing to put yourself out there, you're going to build your team and you won't have to go it alone always, but be willing to reach out. Thanks so much for listening today to this mini-sode. And come on, come join us on my newsletter. Click the link in the show notes and you can get signed up for the newsletter. It's a great way to be connected. I love the emails that I get. A lot of times listeners hit reply after I send an email and give me an update or something that you know made a difference in their life. So it's a great way to connect with me. I love hearing about, um, what's going on with all of you. I'm smiling big for you. Have a great day. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wild.